This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Passive Real Estate Podcast. I'm Matt Jones, and I'm excited to start this new podcast with you. It's really all about passive real estate investing, as the title suggests. So if you're looking to invest passively into real estate, this is the right podcast for you. Essentially, I'm going to be interviewing various other types of real estate investors. So whether they be active or passive or a bit of both. Now, the passive investors I'll talk to have some excellent experience with passive real estate investing. So they'll be able to tell you their success stories, as well as their trials and their tribulations, the things that they've went through to be able to make great money with passive real estate investing. And I'll also be talking with active real estate investors about the different ways that people can passively invest into real estate and how they best support their passive investors. And I think real estate investing is really on a spectrum. You know, there's the active side where you're doing lots of work, you're, you're taking care of the day-to-day -day operations versus passive, where you're not doing any work whatsoever, where you're just enjoying the money that shows up in your bank account, which in my mind, that's the best kind of money that there is uh, to make in the world. And you see, passive real estate investing has really taken off over the past few years because people are seeing the real benefits that there are from it, you know, where you're getting uh, oftentimes tax benefits as well that reduce your tax liabilities, but then also the, the money that is just uh, coming to you and you didn't have to work for it. Anything you can learn to diversify your portfolio, to invest in things that, you know, you don't have to work for, that's a great uh, use of your time in my uh, mind. But today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about just general passive real estate investing, the different kinds of options. You know, you got to decide what is the right avenue for you based on what your investment goals are. You know, there are a ton of different ways to passively invest in real estate. And if you try to do them all, I think it's uh, it would be a faux pas, a mistake. So you want to decide, you know, what specific, you know, avenue asset class is right for you or maybe a couple different options and really focus on that in the beginning. Now, uh, one way of passively investing in real estate is called a REIT or Real Estate Investment Trust. And while it's technically real estate related, I wouldn't necessarily qualify it as exactly real estate. And here's why. it's A REIT is a business that invests in real estate. So uh, you you invest in this REIT, you know, you buy shares of stock in this. Some of them are privately held, some of them are publicly traded on the stock exchange. But the, you know, you own stock in this business and the business does real estate, but you don't own the real estate. You don't get the tax benefits from the real estate ownership. However, it is nice that your money is liquid, which means that you can pull it out at any time to redeploy it, reinvest it elsewhere. You know, your, your money's not stuck there until, the, you know, for the length of the deal. You can just do whatever you want with it, whatever you want with it. And uh, so you got to decide what kind of REIT is right for you if you decide to invest with a REIT, because there are quite a variety of REITs as well. Another kind of passive real estate investing is called syndication. And essentially, a syndication is where you have uh, both active partners as well as passive partners into a deal. So it's, you know, multiple people pulling their money and their resources and experiences and insight and their connections to be able to take down a, a larger property than any of them probably could on their own. And uh, so I mentioned some of the 
you know, partners are active. They're running the day-to-day operations. They're hiring the property manager. They're overseeing the asset management and making sure the business plan is being executed. And they decide you know, when to sell, when to refinance, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then other investors into that syndication deal are only passive. So they're just getting money that comes into their bank account on a regular basis. And But the thing with syndication investment, as you know, if you're passively into it, you still get the tax benefits from ownership. So you know, lots of write-offs, lots of wonderful uh, tax benefits that reduce your tax liability from the money that you make from uh, that syndication. So on paper, you know, it can look like you're losing your pants, but in reality, you're making good money. And syndication is an awesome thing. I'm actually both active and passive in uh, real estate syndications. So I highly recommend that as an option, uh, but that's, I guess, my own personal bias. So uh, next uh, option is called crowdfunding, which is kind of like syndication if syndication was combined with Kickstarter. And Kickstarter is just a uh, a website where you can invest in new things, you know, new you know, board games or businesses you know, that are coming out, that sort of thing. And uh, crowdfunding is, you know, certainly a type of syndication where you have lower minimums, I guess. You know, generally with syndication, you have a, a minimum investment of, you know, perhaps 25000 or 50000 or, or sometimes $100,000. Granted, you can invest more, but there are those minimums you have to adhere to of how much to invest in crowdfunding. It might only be a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars uh, as the minimum. And uh, you're still owning a part of a bigger property than perhaps you could buy on your own. And you have somebody else managing it on your behalf. But generally, the returns with crowdfunding are lower than they would be with syndication. So um, there are a few crowdfunding portals out there, websites, I mean, where you, you can go and peruse the different kinds of options as well. Whereas syndication... You, um, you know, there's different kinds of syndications and that gets a little complicated for this particular episode, but I'll certainly talk about it more in depth in, in later episodes. Real estate is all about adding value to other people. An easy way to do that is to share this podcast with someone you know who wants to do more passive real estate investing. Also, subscribe and leave a review. Now, let's get back to the episode. Another kind of passive investment is called turnkey. And a turnkey is where you are buying a property. Maybe you're buying it by yourself or maybe with somebody else. And it's really ready to go. You know, you don't have to do a bunch of renovations to get it up to speed to be able to rent it out to somebody. It's already ready. So you you buy it, you hire a property manager to oversee it on your behalf. And then you the property manager can even find somebody to move in or to rent it out. Like it might be a, a single family house or a duplex or a, a triple net strip mall you know <laughs> there's there's a different kinds of turnkey properties just like with any other kind of investment as well and uh, so you don't do much work you still have to oversee the property manager to make sure that they're doing their job as well so there is a little bit of work even with turnkey and there are uh, some other uh, types of passive investments also there's tax liens or tax deeds which is where you were buying the tax lien that's delinquent from a property that where somebody didn't pay their property taxes and then you get paid back uh you know the, what what you paid for it plus the interest and and uh, fees and that sort of thing there's real estate notes which is a mortgage essentially where you are playing the part of the bank you know you're lending out the money for somebody to buy a property or you can even like buy and sell mortgage notes from other people as well 
There's also hard money lending, which is similar to buying and selling notes, but now it's shorter term, higher interest, uh, maybe a little bit higher risk as well at the same time. And then there's, uh, you can also invest in real estate EFTs, which are exchange traded funds. Uh, you, know, you know, these kind of funds buy and sell, you know, property or portions of REITs as well as other related businesses as well. When it comes down to it, there are just a ton of different ways to invest passively into real estate. So you have to decide which one is right for you because there are different asset classes, different markets, different active investors with whom you can invest. And, uh, you know, it's important to explore and decide, you know, what is the right avenue for you? There are lots of tax benefits as well, I, like I mentioned, you know, and passive investing also can hedge against inflation. And if there is a potential recession, you know, I don't know if we're, we just had a recession or if we're in a recession now, or if there's one upcoming, I'm not really sure, but, uh, you know, investing passively in, into a real estate deal that is able to handle recession is one way to kind of recession-proof your money. But don't get me wrong, there are some cons to passive real estate investing as well, because a lot of this, you're giving up control to somebody else. Somebody else is doing the work and the decisions on your behalf, which means you are not doing those. And if you find it really difficult to give up the control in uh, real estate, then maybe passive investing is not right for you. But if you don't want to have to get uh, bogged down in all the, the day-to-day operations of the tenants, the toilets, the trash, the termites, then hiring you know somebody else to do that on your behalf may be the right bet. And then also a lot of this passive real estate investing, your money is not liquid. So you can't just pull it out and do it with whatever you want, whenever you want. You have to keep your money in for the duration of the deal or until it you know, sells or refinances later on. And uh, there's also like market fluctuations, you know, the you know, property value and the rents that you're getting from it can go up or down, unexpected expenses, but there are ways of mitigating a lot of these risks as well by doing your due diligence, you know, making sure that the person or people that you're investing with know what they're doing, have a proven track record, and the property is in a good area and has a lot of great potential for, you know, investing into it. And you're also making sure that as part of the business plan, there are ample reserves to handle unexpected expenses and that the property is not over leveraged, uh, which means like you're, you're not getting too higher percent of the property is going to, you know, being mortgaged out so that if there is a market drop, you know, rents go down, occupation goes down, uh, the property worth goes down that you're able to absorb some of that and then write it out to the other side uh, to be able to handle it. Because in my mind, real estate is a long-term play. If you're buying right, if you're if it's being operated correctly, you can ride out any short-term fluctuations in the market. You know, real estate is only going to go up over the long-term period. You know, from one year to the next, there might be a, a big difference, but from now and 20 years from now, it's going to go up. Just look at how real estate has been over the past many decades. You know, any long-term period, the real estate goes up. So the the key is making sure that you're buying right and that it's being operated correctly. Uh, again, you have to decide which is the right kind of investment for you and have a solid investment plan and then stick to it as well. Uh, in my mind, the sponsor, the, the active person in charge really matters more than the deal itself because somebody who doesn't know what they're doing or, or worse is, is nefarious or a scam artist, they're going to make even the best deal go sour quickly. But 
a good active investor who knows what they're doing, has a great track record, has been through many trials and tribulations, they can take a mediocre deal and make it work out for you. So the person in charge, the sponsor or general partner or active investor, whatever you want to call it, that matters more than the deal itself. And like I mentioned, I'm going to be talking to lots of different investors. So it's not just my advice you're getting. You're getting years and decades of, of great insight and experience that you're going to benefit from this podcast. I'm excited to explore all these different ways of investing in real estate passively with you. And so we're going to get some great lessons together. Thanks and have a great day. Subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes. Leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content. There are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.